Stacy, how are you, my friend? Hey, Michael, how are you? 97. Episode 97. Uh, here we are. We are yeah. closing in on the magic number 100. Um, you know, we say it every episode. I know. We, when you look back over, we've got nearly 100 episodes under our belt. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's approximately 50 episodes a year. Uh, yeah, I think we've averaged 40 something a year because gotcha. we're at like two, two and a half years. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's not bad. That shows yeah. a, a huge a consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, Stacy, we hope to bring some big, big fish in for episode 100. Oh, yes. I'm really, really excited about it, but, uh, we'll see how that goes. Listen, what was happening in Stallone's world in 1997? 1997 was Copland. One of Sly's best ensemble mm-hmm. acting pieces i absolutely love this movie mm-hmm. um i remember going to uh cop uh copland edgewater new jersey it's right across uh the bridge uh, the bridge the uh the george washington bridge um in new york uh, from new york across mm-hmm. the river there and i remember i went there uh with my brother at one point i went there with sue and we went looking at all these pitch uh, these locations and it was incredible I remember I had a whole bunch of pictures I was just looking for. I'll, I'll try to find them and maybe we can post them on the on the on the on the, on the website. But sure. anyways, uh, yeah, you know, Copland, I think, was just such an underrated movie. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand it. I don't know if people just wanted to see Sly in action mode. Right. I don't know what it was. But regardless, it was Sly on screen and he gave us one of his best, most solid, consistent performances. What did you think about Copland? Yes, I agree. And I loved it. But it, it is different for him. And I think people yeah. have a hard time adjusting. And it's like, can you, you got to detach from what you might see all the time or what you expect and just give him a chance to, you know, fid, you know, fidget into a different role or vibe or kind of character, you know, more reserved character. We're not used to that. And he did it well. And so really did. why, and I, you know, I try to come at, at it when I'm watching it from a non-biased standpoint, because we are all Sly fans and be as objective as possible. And I'm like, no, he did well. He was, it was very believable. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know. I thought he did great. I really, I I did. I I did too. And it had an incredible cast of characters, but what were you doing in 1997? 97. I was starting nursing school and immediately regretting it. So. Uh. That's what I was doing. <laughs> well, well, in 1997, I was getting married to this young lady right here. There oh, you go. She's so beautiful. Look at that dress. There beautiful. Beautiful dress. Love. Beautiful dress. That's at St. Anne's Basilica mm. in beautiful West Scranton, Pennsylvania, on a hill overlooking the beautiful West Mountain and all of Scranton, Pennsylvania. And it was oh. a lovely day. And that was September 27th, 1997. Now, Stacy, you know what happened also on September 27th, 1997. Yes. Yes, at 11.30 p.m. Yes, and you were allowed <laughs> to go view it. Yes. So this <laughs> wow. is the first time Sylvester Stallone hosts saturday night live to promote copland yes and it was he did a great job it was probably one of the best saturday night lives 
uh, they've ever had. And go on YouTube. I've put up links to it. I've put up videos. Check out Sly's performances. He's a great comedic actor when he's given a chance to be a comedic actor. Mm -hmm. uh, he was great on it. But here's this, the short little story. Short little story is that there was no uh the the wedding reception was going until like i don't know midnight or something and i didn't trust the vcr to record it i thought maybe the vcr would break or it wouldn't record and back then there was no way to go and see it on hulu right replayed over so i was like oh we got to be we got to be in front of a television so we went to my mother-in-law's house, the whole wedding reception went to her house so I could sit there and watch Sly on Saturday Night Live on the day I got married. The two <laughs> will be forever intertwined. It's the wow. great, And we did. And my mother-in-law has this small house, but we all piled in. And it was in September. It was a very warm evening. Everyone, we're all sweating there. Susan, her dress sweating. But <laughs> we, she was great about it. She was really great about it. So wow. it was uh, a, quite a memory. What do I remember from my wedding the most? Watching Stallone on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Then, of course, the entrance of Sue in her gown and, oh you know, all of the wonderful, beautiful things that yeah. came with that and all the people that came out to celebrate. So it was, it was so nice. Yeah, it was very nice. But that. <laughs> that was then. And now we have to move on to what just happened last night. Yes. Oh, my God. What so happened last night? I, I got a shout out from um, or yeah, a reach out, pardon me, from Joe. I've been saying Ciolo. Is it Ciolo? I, Joe, I apologize. I'm not quite sure how to pronounce your last name, but um, I would yeah. say Chulo, but Chulo. I could be wrong too. I knew a guy in school that had his name spelled like Joe's, and oh, it was it Joe was Chulo. Chulo. Okay. But I don't know. Maybe Joe has got some newfangled pronunciation. Pronunciation. <laughs> Thank you. So he reaches out with an email saying a Christmas surprise and. He had been, you know, he's been watching the podcast and he yeah. watches the the live chat on the side. Right. And so from who's the most there, most consistent, he developed a group of folks to um, to give us a Christmas thank you and that they just wanted a Zoom meeting just to each one by one say thank you. So here's the group. Joe is up in the top left and then I'm in the middle and then Roz is next to me. Then Joanne, Rob Kerr, Sean O'Donnell gets an extra shout out for- Love that guy. Joining from Ireland. It was like the middle of the night. I think it was 1 a.m. for him or something. Yeah. Uh, Jess, the runner, you, Carol, who we now have witnesses, Carol said she was going to come on the podcast. <laughs> Oh, That's now right. she can't wiggle out of it. We're shooting for That's January. right. And then at the bottom, Claudio. So this was one of the most special moments of my life. I, I cannot even express. Um, yeah, you were emotional. I was. It was very, I don't know. I, I said it to them and I'll say it here. You know, I, I kind of grew up in a family where I was just off to the side while they were all participating in their drama. I just... And, and then that becomes your normal. You kind of go through life, just, you know, coming, not stirring the pot. I'll be over here. And really the script in the podcast is the very first time I, you know, ever raised my hand in my life to say, oh, I, I have an idea. I have a goal. There's something I want to do. And then to hear how much it means to people, it just, it knocked me over. It, it knocked me over. And I just cannot express to all of you enough the way I said to them, not just the people in the group, but all of you, that this is, 
this Rocky bubble has been more my family, has felt more like what we think traditional family is than my actual family. Right. And I don't even care if I'm saying that out loud because you know what? They don't know what I do. They don't know yeah. me. Yeah. So whatever, if they see it, I don't even know if they know I do this, but yeah, that's, that's how I feel felt after that. It was like, it was overwhelming because I'd never had that sense of belonging to something. It was very overwhelming. You know, Stacy, I think we said it last night and we'll say it again. Uh, I think a lot of us in the Rocky bubble, we all have gaps <laughs> and, and it is a Rocky line and, but it really is the most appropriate, I think, because we can all function every let's face it. Everyone was functioning in their lives before the Rocky files came along. Okay. Mm -hmm. But when the Rocky files came along, I think a lot of people realized there was a gap in their lives. Mm -hmm. And when it got more steam and it started picking up more followers, people were like, Oh, well, let's check it out. Let's see what this is all about. And I think the family feeling that you and I bring forward, I think the way we talk about things, I think, mm -hmm the positive vibes that we put out there that starts to draw and fill in people's blanks. Mm -hmm. and, and now you realize, Oh, wait a minute. Now I don't think I'm going to be okay without the Rocky files. Now I got to tune in every Thursday night and check it out. Or if you're like Sean O'Donnell, check in Friday morning, right? <laughs> right? Cause a little late for him. He'll be, right. he'll be sleeping peacefully in the <laughs> Irish hillsides. Um, but so it, it was very beautiful and, and everyone, uh, boy, I know I needed it personally because of, you know, uh, how do I say this? Uh, hmm. the, the, the last couple of weeks, you know, when you realize certain people, uh, I, I came across a saying today, there's not a lot of difference between sugar and salt. And one is sweet and one is, well, salty. So you have to be very careful about what you're analyzing, what you're looking at. In other words, mm -hmm. know who you have around you. Really focus on that. Because mm -hmm. some of the people you may have in your life are not the people you think they are. And they do not have your best intentions. Uh, and they have an agenda. And that is to use you, me, uh, to a, a certain degree. So having realized that very recently with uh, a, a few people... I, I realized uh, mm, I, I feel a little beat up and last night really felt so good. And I really want to thank Joe and everybody that was there and all their kind words that they said, mm -hmm. because, uh, you know, you weren't the only one that got uh, a little emotional. You know, this mm -hmm. affected a lot of people. And right. it really hit me last night that, geez, OK, maybe we are doing something of value here. Mm -hmm. And that's that's all I've ever wanted to do is be part of the Rocky bubble and just contribute. That's right. all I ever wanted. I never wanted to be the best at any of it. I just wanted to be part of it. I just wanted to contribute. That's where I come from. So right. anyways, another big thank you to everybody. Yes, absolutely. Um, and because we are who we are and we yes. look out for each other. Uh, I wanted last week we mentioned a uh, little Brooklyn here, Gonzalez, uh, Mikey G's, yeah, Mikey G's little girl. They are um, they're selling Brooklyn Strong T-shirts now, and all the proceeds go to her medical care and travel because uh, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of travel involved as well. But it's it's um, at bonfire.com. When you get to bonfire.com, just go in the little search window that they have and just type in Brooklyn Strong and then all the t-shirts, some of the t-shirts she actually designed, which I thought was so adorable. And then um, Mike and Sybil designed the others. But yeah, um, they will need 
financial support um, if you have the means to help out in that way, because uh, insurance doesn't cover everything. That is for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's a crazy thought, man. Yes. Crazy thought that insurance doesn't cover it, but we certainly send right. all of our love and all of the Rocky bubble support your way because this is not going to be an easy road. But like I think we said it before, mm -hmm. you know, you've got two parents who believe in that Rocky philosophy and they're going to pass that on to, to that her. beautiful child. And she's going to be a fighter right, right from yeah. the get go. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know what I envision us, Stacy, at some point interviewing Brooklyn and seeing how she's doing at <laughs> oh, some point. That'd be Wouldn't fun. that be great? That would be fun. Yeah. Come I, on here. I love that. So yeah. we, we should, we should run that past Micah Sybil and see if maybe we can have a goal or something maybe in the, sometime in the new year once things get underway. Yeah. Yeah, she's doing so. Yeah, that would be so nice. I think they would really love that. Um, and speaking of fighters, the in the ring kind. Yeah. <laughs> so we just wanted to give our Olivia Ford here a shout out. Uh, she went to nationals and she took number one. She is number one in the nation for her age group and weight class. They literally cannot find women to fight her. That's and something. and she did so well and we're so proud of her. And and she's just there's Sean McFadden. Yep. Yeah. And, and I, you know, and her and I, we've talked a couple times, um, and it's funny with the family conversation, you know, family isn't always what we expect. And right. she has her own story there, which she's actually considering coming on at some point to talk about it, but she is Good. only 16. Uh, but she does want to come on and talk about what Sean has meant to her, what boxing's meant to her. And this picture right here, here's the decision, Unanimous decision. That's amazing. Uh, and yeah. So keep going, darling. She's doing so, so well. Yeah. So uh I hear a knock at the door. Oh my God. I <laughs> thought who is here? Who do we have this week? I hear it's a world famous author. Yes, she is amazing. This and we talked and she told me about her three children's books. I'm going to let her get into it, but talk about getting the message, the Rocky message through in a way that a young group can absorb. Oh. She completely does it. So here's our Jennifer Barone. Hello, my dear. Hey, how are you? There we go. Now you can hear me. Yes. <laughs> there she is. It's been a while. <laughs> I love what you got. A, you're all decked out in your Balboa wear. Ah, slice the yep. love shop, of course. Awesome. <laughs> love oh, it. that's fantastic. Oh. You know me, God. I'm ready. So, yes. <laughs> How so is good. everyone? We're good. We're good. And it's so good to see you again. Yeah, really, you too. Really, really, how's, well. your, how's your husband doing? He's good. He's good. He's actually at work tonight. Right. And tomorrow's his birthday. Oh, so, no, really? yeah, happy birthday to him. him. Yes, I will. Definitely. Yeah, I'll let him know. Thank you. Happy early birthday. All right. So I want to know. I actually I know a little bit already because, you know, we had you on the tour and we talked. But I want you to tell people what is it about Rocky that brought you to Philly? That is has has you such a great Rocky fan. Why do you love that character? Oh, wow. Gosh, there's so many reasons why I love Rocky. Um, He has just been since day one, since like I was born, like it, Rocky's been a huge part of my life. Um. I started watching it with my brothers when I was at a really young age and um, it just stuck with me. And I remember when I was little, like I felt like I wanted to do like these accomplishments, accomplishments like Rocky, like 
And I just had this adrenaline in me, but I just couldn't figure out at the time what my passion was, but I just know that I wanted to be just like Rocky and, and just find something that was passionate. And then I just feel that no matter what, like he was just always going for his goals and, um, without the love and support of those who mean the most to him, um, he couldn't really do anything. And that's kind of like how I feel. I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I wouldn't be who I am today without the love and support of my family and my friends. And uh, yeah, so. Wow. Of all the Rockies, what is the one that you come back to the most? Oh gosh. Uh, probably Rocky four. Mm-hmm. I would have to come back to the most. Um, there's just something about like, and they're all, don't get me wrong. They're all amazing, but there's just something so passionate and about Rocky Four that I my adrenaline just runs every time I watch it. <laughs> it just seems it's got more like strength and like um pa- like courage and just mm-hmm. passion and yeah, like um wow. yeah, probably definitely yeah. the fourth and it, one. it's absolutely true. I think you know, I love I've always liked Rocky because that's, you know, he went in there to right a wrong that happened. You know, that's he true. and so yep. that and that's what I you know we should be doing for each other too. Like you're not gonna you're not gonna do that to anyone yeah. that I care about and get away right. with it, you know. So I, I get it. I loved when I left Rocky four in real time, I felt like I could fly. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, yeah. And and every, each time I watch it is like the first time. Like I always yeah. find some sort of new find newfound strength every time I watch it. Like I just want to go and run a marathon or like <laughs> find a new goal to accomplish. Like right. it's just so like incredible. Yeah. It is. It's mm-hmm. it's a great mm-hmm. feeling and it can all, almost give you a sense of purpose too. Yeah. Because I think having a sense of purpose is one of the most important things as a human that we can we can have because you get up day after day after day, you go to work and it's a crappy job and you're not that thrilled with it. You know, it, it will play on your mind. But if you have a purpose, you have something that just motivates you to get up and it's not money, but it, it, it is just a real purpose to give back or to do something. I think that's where Rocky uh, comes into play uh, quite often now. How did you get into writing? I really want to hear this because this is this is fascinating to me. Well, um, writing's just always been something that I've been passionate about. Like I discovered a love for it probably back in high school. Like English, English was mm-hmm. my major, like my best subject. And while everyone dreaded writing essays, I loved it. I loved coming up with like, making up my own stories and just getting them down on paper and. Um, I, I just discovered like how incredible how a story can come to life just by writing it down. And I always kind of like uh, was hesitant about writing a story and like getting it published because I'm like, no one's no one's going to want to hear my stories. Like, I feel like I felt that fear of rejection every time I wanted to submit a manuscript. But then I needed mm-hmm. to find something that really inspired me. And Lo and behold, uh, Gusan Roof was born and I incorporated topics of bullying and believing in your dreams and accomplishing goals that you didn't think you could you could do. Um, and it all started, I saw like a real goose on my dad's garage. And then all of a sudden, all these ideas just came flooding to me and Gusan Roof was born. And that's how my first story came to life. It's the mm-hmm. yellow book, yeah. if you can see. Goose yeah. On a roof. <laughs> ah, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. 
And, and what's, is, what, what's the concept of a goose on a roof? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I probably should hand you a picture, but there was a goose on my dad's garage. It just would not move for the longest time. And then I just, something came about me and I'm like, I got to write a story about this goose. It wouldn't move for hours. <laughs> <laughs> like it was the most funniest thing. And um, actually one of the main characters in the story is Rocky the dog. Who's mm -hmm. obviously, you know, who inspired that. Plus sure. our family pet dog was named Rocky. Mm -hmm. Oh, there he is. <laughs> but we eyes. named him Rocky for obvious reasons, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so that is the character the dog in the story. Mm -hmm. And yeah. So And what is the pretty... <laughs> what does the goose do? What is he doing in the story? So he's being bullied by the other geese on the farm and uh... he's wants to accomplish a goal that he doesn't think he could do. So the bullies are telling him that he's not fast and strong like them. He can't fly high to the barn like what they can do. So he's got very low self-esteem and he just walks around like he just feels like he's not good enough. So he discovers this courage that he said, you know what, I'm going to show those bullies. I can do this. I can do this. So he tries and he didn't do it. But then he keeps trying over and over. And sure enough, he flew to, flew nice. on top of the barn. Nice. And then, spoiler alert, um, he was too scared <laughs> to come down after. <laughs> so his friends, all the other farm friends, uh, like Rocky the dog, there's Paloma the horse, and um, had the cow. And they're like, come down, come down, you can do it. And he's like too scared. He didn't want to come down. And then sure enough, at the end of the story, he discovers that uh, that courage again and he flies down so he does it and he tells the bullies in the end um i can do it you yeah. know take I that won't let you, i won't let you <laughs> treat exactly. me this way and yeah yeah so Stacey, that's the premise Stacey, of the book yeah do you, i love that premise and, and, yes. and it's something that inspired me when i was probably two or three years old Mm -hmm. Stacy, do you remember when I took the I told you the name of the book that my mother read to me as a, yes. as a child? John, I remember. I Jonathan do. Jonathan Livingston Seagull. Yes. And mm -hmm. this book gave me the courage I needed. And so when I hear you, Jennifer, writing uh, about this goose on a roof, which I love that name, <laughs> uh, it's such a happy. It just brings a smile. Goose on a roof. It's it just cute. makes it's rolls off. It's just. I love it. It does, doesn't it? And I'm hoping I'm in the works of possibly writing a sequel to stay Goose on a Roof. So stay oh, tuned for that. I <laughs> love that. What's a good? It's like geese on a roof. <laughs> I love it. And he's going to be training all of them. He'll be like the Mickey. No, this is this is really great because you never know what's going to affect a child at a very young age. And mm -hmm. my mother never read Jonathan Livingston Siegel to me. I don't know that I would have been connected at 11 years old to Rocky. So mm -hmm. I, I think what you did, Jennifer, is absolutely um, just significant. And you you may never know who you're going to help with mm -hmm. this book. You, ne you, exactly, you may not know that. Exactly, because I see firsthand like, bullying all around me. And yeah. it's just like, I can't believe that in like in the year 2023, that this is still happening. Why can't mm -hmm. we just accept and love people for who they are? Right. And just be supportive and so kind. Simple, Those right? are just like my big mottos, right? Like just be kind. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Stacy, what are you thinking so far? I, I just, what you're saying, it's such a simple request. Uh, everything you ever needed to know, you learned in kindergarten. I know that that's a very famous quote and it's just so true it's so basic and i love how these concepts you do have to 
put it in a framework that these young minds, these little children can understand, which then sets them up to connect with Rocky as they grow. They're like, oh, here, here it is just not a, not a goose, <laughs> a person, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it sort of sets them up, you know, when and, we talk, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Sorry. I didn't mean to, um, but the way I felt about like wanting to like publish a book, like I didn't mm -hmm. think I was, um, like talented enough or like, yeah. I was just that, like that, like I said before that fear of rejection, it kind of brings me back to like how Rocky in the first one, mm -hmm. when Jurgens offered him to, you know, a, 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 a shot at the title, right. Yeah. To um, fight Apollo Creed. And he's just like, no, he's like, I'm not even in the guy's league. There's no way. Um, so he felt that like, I'm not good enough to do this, mm -hmm. but then sure enough, like, in the end, he didn't win, but technically he did, right? Because mm -hmm. he went the distance and he gave it a shot. And in the end, that's all that matters, right? Just right. trying. Right. When you look back right now at your first book, could you see your life right now? Like if you never tried, if you never wrote Goose on a Root, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I, I would, I, I bet it's like if I never would have submitted a manuscript and I probably would have deeply regretted it because now right. I look back and I'm just like, what, why did I hesitate? Like, it's been such a huge success and yep. I've been getting rave reviews from like my students and just from like Aww. other customers are telling me your book has made a difference in my child's life and they love reading about the farm animals. And yeah, so I look back and I'm thinking, why did I wait so long? And I'm just so happy I made a difference in people's lives. Right. You see, right there, that's that Rocky philosophy. You believe you're going to go in less qualified. You believe it's not going to make a difference. You believe who are you to even attempt this. Right. But you try it anyways. Mm -hmm. Rocky went into that fight knowing he was going to lose against Apollo Creed, but he goes and he does it anyways. Mm -hmm. And that really is goes to the core, one of the core philosophies of Rocky. Just, just keep persevering um yeah stacy i know you understand that yeah <laughs> yes my friend <laughs> yes yeah. i do you know and we tell us about you know give us a synopsis of the other two um snowflake snowflake and uh chocolate okay Bear. so mm -hmm. snowflake snowflake um it was published in 2019 and mm -hmm. it's basically about um just seeing the beauty in everything we encounter mm -hmm. um so what inspired me to write snowflake is i was outside doing yard duty with my kindergarten class and it was the first snowfall of the year and they were just so excited seeing the snowflakes for the first time that year and they were twirling and dancing and prancing and i'm just like i am so in awe right now of my students that I gotta, I gotta write this. I gotta write something yeah. about this. They inspired me so much. And, you know, like every other adult was just like, oh, it's snowing, you know, kind of complaining that the cold weather is upon us, but uh -huh. not yeah. the kids. They were just so thrilled to see it. And I learned myself at that moment. I'm just like, we just have to appreciate all kinds of beauty. Yeah. Even mm -hmm. if it's just snow falling from the sky to them, mm -hmm. it was just like, that made their something day so beautiful. Yeah. Right. My cousin Andrea just had a little girl and it's, it's very interesting to, to, we forget, like you said, the simple things, some snowflakes and, you know, watching children, my cousins now having babies and watching them with their babies and just how sweet they are that everything is so fascinating, a frog, a worm, the mm -hmm. grass, you know, they're touching the grass and, 
as adults, we need to go out there and put our feet in the grass and ground ourselves and, you know, absorb all those negative, or what is it? Those electrons, you know, and, yeah. and just kind of change your, your vibe. It's, it's very important to return to those simple things and appreciate them. Mm -hmm. And I love that, you know, you're teaching that to these kids. Now tell so me about Stacy, don't you don't you think this is one of the most important things I think that happens to all of us? Mm. We all sometimes forget the simple, mm -hmm. basic things. How beautiful an individual snowflake can look from one another, from another snowflake. They're all different. So I know I forget more than anyone the simple things, and it takes it takes like our little Christmas Zoom party last night to remind mm -hmm. me of some mm -hmm. of the most simple, basic reasons yeah. why we do things in life to mm -hmm. bring. So I think that's just an extraordinary concept, again, to pass on the kids at such a young age. So they don't either. I don't, I, I think the more empathy and kindness and compassion and understanding children have, the less likely they are to either become bullies or they will help other kids who right. are being bullied. Does that make sense? Absolutely. No, it totally does make sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I get that. And then the what's it tell us the main theme of cho chocolate bear. So so you change the chocolate bear. It's about a magic chocolate bear and it comes to life and it takes two teenagers on a journey of good deeds. So he shows them uh, different ways to pay it forward and spread kindness and how you can help out with families or anyone in your community, just like good things that you can do. So in the end, they decide that, you know, I'm going to go help mom at the end of the day with laundry. I'm going to donate all my old toys and clothes. So at the end, they find like ways they can pay it forward and just spread kindness. Wow. Mm -hmm. How rocky see, is that? Come on. See, that's exactly <laughs> it. You, you know, as so many people, Jennifer, they don't understand that uh, Charlie Chaplin. I don't know if I, I think I may have mentioned this on the tour. Charlie Chaplin's The Little Tramp. You know, he was this character from an old movie that was all about spreading laughter and kindness. And that was the maybe one of the biggest motivating factors for Rocky's uh, character was was this old time character, this old this old uh, uh, Charlie Chaplin film. And I, I can't help but think you have tapped into that very same type of Rocky-esque nature. You know, the mm -hmm. way Rocky helps Spider Rico or Little Marie or Pauly, mm -hmm. not to mention, you know, uh, he was like the sunlight on Adrian, right? And 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 the same for her to him. You know, Rocky's always trying to help, and I just can't help but think what you're doing with these books are going to make such a difference starting at a very young age, and and that's where mm -hmm. a lot of the building blocks of our comprehension start. And right. I I think that's wonderful. Yeah, in compassion, and you know, building building a sense of sensitivity to others. That's you know, in how we affect others. I think some some children need help understanding that their behavior and their words, how that affects other people. And yeah. so your books sort of put a little light on that. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I wanted to show some of your pictures. You, you said the importance of family and friends supporting you. Um, and you sent me some great photos. Tell us about some of these. All right. Well, that is my family right there. So obviously that's my husband, Luch, on the left. And then there's me. And then uh, at the back is my brother Jimmy and mm -hmm. then to the right is my brother Vince and then my parents are in the middle and those are my three nieces uh mm -hmm. Jaden Addison and Olivia and mm -hmm. that's my sister on the right and that's her husband Matt behind her nice, nice. this is yeah. another great and photo of you guys beautiful yeah, family 
Thank you. And these are your brothers. Yes. No, that's oh, my that's brother. Luch. No, that's yeah, your that's Luch yeah. on the left, yeah. and that's my brother uh, Jimmy. So he is a wrestler, and his wrestling name is uh, Diego Da Vinci, and he. It's just this huge passion, like, and so which brings me back to like my childhood, like mm -hmm. growing up with to being the youngest sibling and growing up with older siblings, like much older siblings, I was just exposed to wrestling and Rocky. Like that was pretty, wow. like everyone else wow. was watching Saturday morning cartoons. <laughs> I was just watching wrestling or Rocky. So either one of those movies or tapes was in the VCR and um, it was just like so incredible to see like my brother's just so engaged in the passion it brought mm -hmm. to them. And mm -hmm. my oldest brother, Vince, um, he used to be a wrestler, but he retired from that now. Um, he's actually now a priest. And mm -hmm. my brother, Jimmy, is uh, still very much involved in wrestling. That's awesome. Yeah. That, yeah. That's the thing. When you can find a passion. And <laughs> in, in being a wrestler is a very unique thing believe me <laughs> i understand unique career choices that's a unique career choice but it's it's you can see where it just comes from the passion down deep he just wants to be around it be involved in it and i got mm -hmm. i gotta love that mm -hmm. to go after that is 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 quite remarkable so you know yeah. uh just uh if i was wearing a hat i'd take it <laughs> off to him well Definitely. i have to share with you guys um, these are the original VHS tapes Yay! Yes, they that are. we used to watch one to five yeah, VHS. Yeah. And <laughs> Stacy, I don't know if you remember, but uh, on I was telling you, like, I got to go to my brother's house and get them. So yes, here they are. Love. You know, yeah, still in like picture. pristine condition. Yep. They are in great condition. Yeah. And uh, my husband and my husband has these, the DVDs. So from ah. Rocky One to Balboa. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I think I oh, gifted him this to be honest, actually. So <laughs> now, what, does, like, what what else, right? What what does Luch like more? Does he I forget what he said his favorite Rocky was. He liked four as well. Oh, did four he really? Okay. Would, would have to I be his favorite. That. Gotcha. We wouldn't want a house divided. <laughs> I think it's just something about like like the like even the music in the movie just yeah. like really motivates you, right? Yeah. Like it does. And I feel like by far it's got the best training montage as well. There you go. Like it's just, it was just so different from like the other training scenes in the other films. It just seems like maybe just because he was outside and like right. on the mountains, like running up that mountain. Like I just, I want to go run up a mountain whenever time I see that scene. It, right? yes, like, I, I just... admit it. It does make you feel like you want to go bench press a Buick or get yeah. up and wash the dishes. You just cannot yeah. watch those training montages and just sit there right. you, you you have to become active whether you go out and check the mail wash the dishes <laughs> and not bench press a buick but i get it i i get that that yeah, energy yeah. from that it, and it, it's not like it's every it's every time i've seen the yeah. films numerous times and each time is almost like the first time like mm -hmm. yeah so that's so nice you know you had uh you had your own uh, physical challenge you had to get through. I loved this. Um, you were told you can't do yoga ever again. And she was like, no. Yeah. So this Tell is another uh, <laughs> oh, obstacle I had to face in my life. Uh, so about eight years ago, I uh, had a condition called spondylolisthesis. And it's where I had like disc slippage in my lower spine. And uh, because of that, it was hitting a nerve and it was just causing me like great pain in my left leg like I couldn't even stand 
for like maybe minutes at a time, I felt like I had to just sit down. Like I had, my body had enough. Oh. And um, I was trying to get like test after test and no one can figure out what I had wrong. So I had to go out of town to get a proper diagnosis. And sure enough, that's what I had. And um, I did get surgery done. Uh, eight years ago, I got like a rod in my lower back to put the disc back in place. Mm-hmm. And but the recovery time felt worse than the actual like pain I was going through because really? I was wearing this brace mm-hmm. for like four months. I had to wear it and it was during the summer months where like it was hot mm-hmm. and I couldn't even like stand up without someone assisting me. I couldn't like do personal things without like someone oh, assisting Jesus. me. And yeah. So I felt like Robocop pretty much yeah. for like four months and yeah, so the day I had to had it taken off, the doctor gave me the okay, you could take it off, but remember, you still have to take it easy. And I felt like this huge weight, literally, this huge weight was lifted off me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was told that I couldn't practice yoga anymore, which devastated me because it's just one of my favorite things to do. It's like a huge hobby of mine. And then, so I avoided it for the first few years, but then I slowly started doing like easy poses and I'm back in it full swing. So, I love it. and it wow. hasn't affected me anyway. So I kind of disobeyed any, doctor's orders. And <laughs> I would think it would probably it strengthen your back, right? Right. Oh, I feel like a hundred percent better. And yeah. especially even years later, like I feel so much better and, that surgery changed my life and going back to like in Rocky, like when Rocky ignored the doctor's orders and he was told to retire and suffering concussions, but he didn't listen to the doctors. Boxing was his passion and he didn't, he didn't know who he was without it. So that's why he kept on doing it. And it became, that's how he became so successful. You know, you just said something that's really interesting. He he kind of didn't know who he was without it. Mm-hmm. That is, uh, so you take away someone's passion. Man, that's a devastating blow. So how do you get past that? And it's just so clear to me that you just really grabbed that rocky mm-hmm. philosophy. You you buy into it. You've, right. yeah. you've kind of put it over you like a sheath. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. And you get it. You get it. And I, I love that. I love oh, this I picture got... right here. Talk about like raising, like you took it off. She has right? her hand. Like, the day it was removed and it was the most exhilarating feeling. I bet. Yeah. Yes. Did you yep. have to wear that when you were sleeping? No. If okay. I was laying down, I didn't have to wear it. It was only right. like if I was um, standing or walking. Oh. Um, but no, if I was lying in bed, I didn't have to wear it. No. Gotcha. I, but I couldn't put it on or take it off myself. I had to have wow. like my mom or like Luch assist me in doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was um, quite a hard time for me yeah, I yeah. Bet. to go through all that because I needed like their 24 hour assistance. Yeah. I broke my ankle back in 2015 and my God, you, <laughs> you, you learn what you take advantage of. I mean, absolutely. I- you know, you suddenly realize how no arm strength. I'm like, I have no arm strength because now I don't have my legs to move me around. And oh my goodness. And yeah, you need help with everything. It's mm-hmm. such a weird place to be. I understand. Yeah. 
So you went on this awesome tour in Philadelphia. Tell us about Gee, that. Who's, I wonder who that is. <laughs> uh, look at that. My, oh, it just mix. Se- yeah, it just seems like yesterday. Like I just can't believe it's been months already. And like the greatest experience of our lives. Like Mike, I can't uh, thank you enough for giving us this ultimate experience. Like, like we want to do it again. Like we we want to <laughs> come back to Philadelphia. Like. <laughs> Probably definitely for the 50th anniversary. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I love that. Oh, look yeah. at that. Look how good you guys look there. <laughs> I know. Brilliant. Oh, it was. Oh, right where Rocky danced. Look at that. Yep. It ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. That is by far my favorite quote in the entire film series. Right? Yep. Yes, absolutely. Gives me chills every time. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you guys did make it to the victors. We did. Yeah. Oh, good. We did. Good. We went that night, the day of the tour. We went that night for dinner. Right. Look at those handsome two guys on the. Do you see those handsome guys on the wall, Stacey? In that picture? <laughs> Gee, yeah, I don't look, know. look at those two guys there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> look at it. My God, they could be brothers. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> How did that get there? I love that, uh, you know, we, we, I love that you guys do this together. You know, I, and, um, you were my first admission for, uh, the Rocky and Adrian Halloween contest. So I used That's you right. guys to kick it off and here you I are. I loved yours. Yeah. Sly like that or something. Did no, he, get... he liked my birthday shout out. Oh, yes. okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. Happy birthday, Sly. Uh, my name is Jennifer coming to you from Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, Canada. Uh, as you can see, I'm a huge fan, and right now watching you on Rocky IV, which is by far one of my favorite Rockies among all the others, um, have your Rocky bobblehead here, and of course, my Balboa shirt. So uh, I just wish you a happy 77th birthday, and to another 77 more, uh, take care and keep punching. And like I was telling Stacy on uh, Saturday, like... I think it was you who you sent me a screenshot of it. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> oh <my laughs> cow. Like, I couldn't believe it. I was doing cartwheels. I'm like, did he just acknowledge my video right now? Like, yeah, he sure did. I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. That that's the most fun I have when I see a like and I get to send it to somebody and then my phone blows up with reaction. It's great. It's the best. It's absolutely the best. Yeah. Um, it's just it's I, I would love to meet him one day if I that could ever be possible. It you would never know. You just never, never know. know. Maybe for the 50th anniversary. We should Maybe. <laughs> I'm, I'm it, hoping they're already planning that. Yeah. Maybe on Rocky Day for the 50th anniversary. Yes. Oh, wouldn't work. that be awesome? That'd be something. Oh, that would so be now brilliant. every year on December 3rd is declared Rocky Day, right? Right. Every year. Wow. Bingo. Right. So tell us, you sent us some great pictures of you and Luch. Let's see. I'm going to start. Well, this is adorable. We were doing like uh, <laughs> beards and stuff. And so this was the side by side. I'm like, look at him. What a handsome guy he is. He is. And uh, then here is your wedding. That was our wedding yeah, oh, 10 years beautiful. ago. Is it 10 years? Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then. That was when we first started dating. That was in summer of 2002. Nice. Wow. I love it. Our first picture together. Yeah. Well, you guys are adorable, honestly. Mm. Um, I really enjoyed speaking to you. I was, I just loved how 
everything Rocky just, it's been a thread throughout your entire life. Thanks to your brothers introducing you to it. And then you bringing those themes and lessons and that philosophy through your books to little kids who desperately need it right now. They you know, do. kids yeah. are just, I, I just think they're spinning around and, and, you know, not every kid has the best guidance and these books can give them a little direction or some clarity or, okay, this is how I'm going to handle that. Or this is what mm -hmm. I'll do next time. So I just, I love the the softness about you in, in getting our priorities right. Understanding we, we get so busy and hung up and so upset over all this noise mm -hmm. yeah. and um, books like that remind you to maybe, you know, reel it back a little bit and take a look at and who's around you. Right, Mike? And, and Whoa, appreciate, heck yeah. you know, appreciate and stop and appreciate got. the little things mm -hmm. in life. Really? That's right. For sure. For sure. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Stacy, before we let Jennifer get out of here, uh, what else do you got for her? Because I know I got two questions I want to ask her, but what else do you add? Well, you know, part of the reason I wanted you on here, Christmas is coming and there's lots of families who have lots of little kids. And so um, at the bottom here, I'm going to pop it in when I edit. But um, these books, tell us where these books are available. And um, yeah, and these are great for gifts. Thank you. So um they are available online. Um, mm -hmm. You can order through Amazon or Barnes and Noble. Mm -hmm. um, I know. I don't know if you in the U.S. if there's chapters or if if you have chapters. But I, I feel like haven't you, heard of that. But okay, so yeah. it, then it's just in Canada. But in the U.S., you can order them off Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Oh, wonderful! Gotcha. Yes. Good. Or um, I have I have mailed copies. So if you wish to have an autographed copy, I have mailed books also. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So if you wish to go that route, I can definitely mm -hmm. do that. I can definitely email books out there as well. And you had a little surprise for the Gonzalez family. Did you want to tell them, tell us about that? Yes, uh, Brooklyn. Um, I hope you like your gift. I just want to say your story has inspired me. And I just want you to know that you will beat this. You mm -hmm. are going to beat this. And I just want that family, the fam the Gonzalez family to uh, stay strong and yeah. So yeah. she's really inspired me and I just really want to do, uh, I want to send her a book just to help her realize that to never give up and to fight just like Rocky did. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. the truth. Yeah. yeah, It really is. That was very sweet. As soon as that was posted about, about Brooklyn, I heard from Jennifer immediately. She was like, amazing? oh, I want to send something along. Do you have their address? So, so yeah, they know. They're definitely going to be watching this episode because <laughs> I said our next guest has a little yeah. surprise for you. Yeah. Well, childhood cancer is just, it's a topic near and dear to my heart too because I have lost students in the past to cancer. Yeah. And oh. hearing this, I just it just devastated me. And like, I don't, and I don't even know this little girl, but she just mm -hmm. seems so lovely and mm -hmm. beautiful. And it's just, it's so, and my heart breaks for this family. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I don't wish this upon anyone. It's just, mm -hmm. but the, she will get through this. She's a fight. Yeah. She seems like a fighter and mm -hmm. she will get through this. Right. Right. And I do, I did my own little research and um, the outlook for this cancer, it's a tough fight, but the outlook is very good. Okay. Um, and it's, it's certainly one, you know, the medical world has a very specific way to handle mm -hmm. and the success rate is very high. So 
doesn't make it easy on the family or on Brooklyn, but it's, it is expected to be a good outcome. So Mm -hmm. that is, at least you have that light at the end of the tunnel there. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. For sure. Jennifer, when you, uh, two questions and we'll let you get out of here. Uh, when you're going through your day and Rocky is not on your, on my radar, yeah, not on your (laughs) radar anywhere. And all of a sudden you hear Ida Tiger or someone talks about Rocky. What is the initial image of the character that jumps in your brain? Oh, it would have to be um, probably Rocky on top of the stairs. Like the moment he runs up the stairs um, successfully for the first time and jumping up, up at the top of the stairs. That is the first image that comes to my mind. Oh, that's nice. Cause I feel like that moment in the films, just, it's the heart of the film, right? It's just, that's the moment you're like, yeah, he's going full force and he's got it. You got like, he's got this and you're going, he's going the distance. So definitely I would have to say that scene. I love it. Last question. You've got, 30 seconds in an elevator with Sylvester Stallone. What do you say to him? Well, I'd probably be speechless for the first 30 seconds, but I would probably try to gain my composure. And I would just say, simply say to him, like, thank you. Like, just thank you for inspiring so many people in the world. He is so loved by fans and he's made a difference in so many lives. And I hope he realizes what he's done to inspire people and i know he's definitely changed my life for the better and my husband's as well that's why i gifted him that mug with the infamous quote from rocky balboa nice um because he does have some health issues too also that he's going through so um with that quote it's just helps him persevere every morning so i would just simply thank him for everything that he's done and he did not give up on his dream. And even though um, he had a really rough upbringing from what I saw in the documentary, he mm. didn't let that break him. Right. Yeah. He pursued his dreams and look like, look at the man he's become today. And look at how he's inspired all of us. Exactly. Right. Yeah. There'd be no Rocky Falls podcast without right? him, right? Yeah. There'd be, hey, there'd yeah. be no goose on a roof, okay? <laughs> Come on. Uh, let's, let's face facts here, okay? <laughs> Jennifer, you have been absolutely spectacular. I mm-hmm. thank you for taking some time out of your busy day to kind of sit here and chat with Stacy and I. Thank you thank so you. much. You're so welcome. Well, well, I appreciate you having me. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for coming. You're a sweetheart. So sweet. You really are. And until we see you again, keep Keep punching. punching. (laughs) Take care, my friend. All right. Bye, guys. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See? Just a delightful human being. The sweetness. That's what we have here. There's an extra sweetness about her. I mean, the whole bubble, but she is. Of course. Of course. Uh, An extra Uh, sweetness. To do Mm -hmm. that, to write a children's book, to put your... You know, to to get past her own fear. Mm -hmm. Uh, Boy, that's a big deal. And that's a lesson in and of itself. And uh, I I wish her nothing but the biggest success with with, uh, all that she tries. Because, you know, it's it's people like that that keep that rocky vibe going. It Mm -hmm. keeps it alive. Mm -hmm. And other Mm -hmm. people can just, I don't know, you see Mm -hmm. one person that gets it and they believe in it and they pass it on. And I just, I love that. Yeah, I think um, in the holidays too, really, you know, 
Not everybody loves the holidays. Yeah, it can that's really, true. It can really dust up a lot of emotions, old sure. memories, the way things didn't go well at that time in my life. And the holidays yeah. always bring that forward. And I just find it interesting that we have her on. We have the Christmas meeting that Joe set up for us. And, um, you know, those books and the holidays, it is, it is important to remind ourselves to ignore the noise. And if yeah. somebody is you know, pulling that energy out of you or letting you down over and over again. Yeah. It's time to let that go. And, and I just want to, you know, for all the children that we have in the bubble, I just want to plug Jen's three books again. I should have asked her, Hey, is there a fourth one on the way? I'm going to, I'll text her that. To I have a feeling she's going to. Yeah. I don't know. I have a feeling she's absolutely. She seems like she has a few more stories. In yeah. It. When you got a writing bug, she's going to write. So oh uh, yeah, God, everybody yeah. go check out our books on Amazon for Christmas because our kids need those lessons. So yeah. Hey, where can people find you, darling? Oh, yo. Okay. <laughs> so I'm at the Ophelia Film Tour on Instagram. Uh, same thing on Facebook. I'm hardly on Facebook, but I do go there. And over at TikTok, same thing. They hate my guts there, as I love saying. <laughs> but, you know, I love sticking it to them. Uh, I, I go across between myself and Andrew Dice Clay. I wrote a little book called Cue the Rocky Music that Stacy has right there. It makes for a great Christmas gift at AmazonBarnesandNoble.com. Uh, there you go. I love that. And there's a little documentary about my life called The Pretender by Mr. Jim Toscano and Danny Janino, his uh, partners in pain in the <laughs> collaborative world of art and film. So check that out. That's anywhere in documentaries, Amazon Prime, Peacock Television, Tubi Television, YouTube, it's out nice. there. Check it out. Stacy. how about you? Where can we find you? I am at Had Me At Yo, as well as The Rocky Files on Instagram and on Facebook. I am at The Rocky Files Podcast. Well, thank you guys. Boom. Boom. 97. Boom. I love that. 97 in the bag. In Listen, the bag. we're out of here. I'm going to go take some NyQuil for this head cold that I have. I know. And I'm going to put some kind of a head pack on because my <laughs> head feels like my sinuses are like They're out pounding. here. Oh, God. Yes. But until next week, Stacey. Until next week. Keep punching. Keep punching. <laughs>